Well, when you're finished moving, we'll we'll send you a microphone. I feel like Aww. you've done more than enough here that we. Oh yeah, you've earned your microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as it doesn't have a vampire boner on it. Well, we can't well, promise no, that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have a microphone boner, Amanda. Obviously. <laughs> Vampire I don't want to be the expert on boners. Yeah. No. Well, doesn't stop it from being true. <laughs> Look, in all fairness, of the four of us, you probably know the least. What? Right? Yeah, about exactly. Boners? Yeah. I, Can we just be uh, Overall, for sure, you know the most, but about mm-hmm. boners specifically, you might be in fourth place. Uh, I don't know. We should have a boner quiz later. Nope. What? <laughs> because you're afraid you'll win or lose, Chris. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> would it be? Oh wait, would it be called a pop quiz? Pew 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 pew. Oh no! No. Amanda Linebaugh, our sponsor, who you may be familiar with, made you read "Rescue from Planet Pleasure" by Mario Aceveda, mm. a book about a vampire detective who fights and has sex with aliens and still isn't particularly interesting. We start and end every show by saying at least one nice thing about the book. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. What is your major compliment for Rescue from Planet Pleasure? So this is this is terrible. Yesterday, um, <laughs> I said, oh, God, I finally finished that book, and it was awful to our lovely sponsor. And his response was, ooh, what are your compliments going to be? And I said, oh, God, I forgot <laughs> I have to do that. <laughs> well, I remind you a day early, so... Yeah, like, please don't make me do this. I have no compliments. Um, but if I'm really stretching... Yeah, let's, uh, yeah. There should be like a sound effect every time someone starts their compliment that's like... Yeah, stalling for time. Uh, I can say that I, I did actually legitimately enjoy all of the uh, Native American mythology included in the book. Like, that was fun. Cool. The skin yeah. Like the skinwalkers and the the boogeyman who I cannot pronounce. Oh yeah, Quay Quay. I call him Chuchi. I call him Quay. We'll go with all of those. It all sounds good. <laughs> and the the mother who did drown her children or did not because the children are still here. Yeah. Right. Whatever her what was her name? Donya La Llorona. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's a fair. Coyote's couple. mom. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. What Coyote's I mama. Mama yeah. Mrs. Coyote. Yeah, Mommy, Mama Coyote. <laughs> Mrs. Coyote was my mother. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. I, I guess I kind of enjoyed those things. Um, yeah. Chris, what's your major compliment? Um, so we're going to get into the summary in a bit here, yeah. but the main like uh, sexual goal of the book is named <laughs> Carmen. <laughs> And she's a vampire. That's exactly that has what been, she is. Yeah, she's a vampire that's been kidnapped f- by an alien race for her mojo, for her libido. Um, but uh, the main character, Felix, he uh, he's sort of squeamish about things like sex with aliens or sex with the same sex as him. Yeah. Uh, and Carmen totally calls him out on all his sexual hangups. <laughs> and uh, she's she's sex positive and not judgy. And that was kind of refreshing coming from the rest of this book. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, at, at one point also, he acknowledged that at some point he would probably be fine smoking some poles, I think, in his words. Uh-huh. Yes. At some so point. He, he, he just hadn't, hadn't gotten tired of vaginas yet. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he'll get there. He's, he he right. thinks he, maybe. Yeah. He was... I don't know. I think that does that does that pass as, as like you know it's like some open mindedness for this book. Is that, I, yeah, is that for this for this book, yes. Yeah. <laughs> In general, no. Yeah. 
And but most of this book is like, uh, gay. Yeah. And like, yeah, running away. You call it that makes me think you're not ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, sure. you mean that's that's just not the normal term? Like, I could get into smoking some poles. No, I think they just call it sex. Like, yeah. Just, no. Uh, well, right, well, in Canada, they just call it bacon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I think, I like, I like this as like a version of like, uh, of, of homosexuality where it's just like, like, if everyone lived long enough, everyone would get there. You know, like, whatever whatever you're yeah, nine I, to now, sooner uh, or later you'll be there. So, like, yeah, that's, over that's an infinite time. is not what percentage you are. It's just how long it's going to take. Yeah, how yeah. long, hey, how long <laughs> What's do you your waiting live? period? Yeah, over an infinite <laughs> time scale, everyone is pansexual. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably true. Although, over an infinite time scale, uh, like, Everybody's would you dead. still do six vaginas, alien? Oh. Uh, eh? Guess so. Guys, if, over, if you like, get hate minutes. mail over this, I'm not helping you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would tickle some tendrils. I feel like. Oh. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Over an infinite time scale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, just yeah. go go type in hente into yeah, Google exactly, and right. uh, see what happens. Yeah. I don't want to watch <laughs> other people do it. It's like <laughs> Man, we're, we're a big family over here. Prefer to play them than to watch them. <laughs> All right. Uh, my major compliment is uh, actually it's kind of I, sh- I should have maybe tagged this off the Native American thing, but because the similar the character um, uh, Coyote is uh, Spanish-ish, uh, Mexican. And so he speaks some Me- Spanish. Do you yeah. mean actually from Spain, or do you mean no, no, Spanish he, he, speaking? I, yeah, he's Spanish speaking. He, he speaks uh, enough Spanish that that every white person who's been near the Southwest has heard those words. Well, yes. so yes and no. So there's like like, like Vato. word yes, is, is we a know. Spanish word, yeah. But he mm-hmm. did. So I'm and I'm currently learning Spanish, and I'm. It's nice mm-hmm. to get it reinforced anywhere. And he had a few that I had to translate, and uh, it was great fun. So he would say something like, "Soy muy cansado. I need to get home," and I'd be like, "Tired. I remember that one." And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can I go off of that one? Yeah, please do. That's anyway. So I liked a little bit of Spanish. Yeah, yes. he fucked up that one. It should be a star, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, a no, story no. Can solve. No, he's a vampire. He is permanently tired. <laughs> that is a feature of him as a, as a being. Um, that's e- a really deep way, grammar my, lesson, isn't it? My, yeah, my compliment. Actually, that's not really exactly how soy a, a star works, but that's my favorite thing about it is doing like the philosophical dive into what is you're the nature of you and what is a temporary state. <laughs> yeah, he's weary. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think that's a good read of it, right? So, yeah, he said, too many questions, so I'm weak and saddle, and I want to get home. Uh, like, I think it's great to actually have a moment where you can feel smug uh, anytime you read a book, and that, like, <laughs> I think it justifies all the grammar lessons I had uh, uh, just to get to that point. It's actually kind of funny that you would be, like, so picky about one word in Spanish when he was fucking up English grammar all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Mitsus. Welcome back to Read and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, and TV. I said Read and Weep too high-pitched. I feel like my voice <laughs> broke on that a little bit. Okay. Take two. Uh, anyway, <laughs> nope, we're keeping it. Print it. <laughs> Straight to tape. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. Uh, you should follow me on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. At least my voice is better than it was last week. It still sounds a tiny bit iffy, but last week it was wrecked, and I heard everybody's feelings, oh. making them listen to it. <laughs> 
Oh. Yeah. But Glad I missed that one. Yeah, I feel better now. <laughs> I mean, you could listen. It's available for free. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's too much. <laughs> Not a fan? That's a lot of effort. <laughs> anyway, also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hola, Vato. Come on over to my double wide. We'll get you some corn and slather some blood on it. Mmm. Oh, man, they did ruin all food with blood. Yeah. They made a lot of blood mm. food. A lot of not blood food in this book. No, and yeah, never once. Not a fan. Never once did they make like blood sausage or a thing with normal that has blood in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just like French fries dipped in blood. Oh. <laughs> uh, and blood's actually a pretty thin condiment, you know. <laughs> huh. Well, it's well, thicker now than we're water. Down to the real issue. Yeah, it's boo. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I know about blood. <laughs> Uh, that guy who knows one thing about blood is our third mic today in Northern California. He's Mr. Ezra Fox. Alex, the Erection Analysis Committee is watching, and we're waiting for the boom boom. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. The Erection Analysis Committee seems like... Like, that whole scientific experiment seems like maybe not helpful. You don't think this would be a good... Well, I mean, do you want a subcommittee to ana- analyze the erection analysis? Committee? The efficacy wasn't, of the EEAC? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a classic Star Trek episode about this? Like about the boner? We, is that what Trouble with Triples is really about? <laughs> no, about what happens when you, uh, you know, put people in a zoo and say, "All right, bang." Oh, did they bang? What happened? <laughs> yeah. They did not bang. I'm pretty what? sure everybody died. I don't know. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk did not. Probably Kirk, you know, impregnated the, the alien ever. woman. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I know anything about zoos, it's that those humans, instead of banging, would just walk around looking tired in the back. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pacing. Yeah, humans in zoos are much like pandas. Yeah. 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 Oh man, um, this is, is a problem with us bang. keeping pandas. Yeah, <laughs> I would guess we would bang more than pandas, but it depends on the, I guess, the situation. Yeah. Do you think maybe yeah. that's the problem with pandas in zoos? Is they're like, look, I'm just not. I, I just met her. We're not even friends. I can't just force an emotional connection, you guys. If you want me to make more pandas, bring in my wife from home. <laughs> yeah, this isn't the Bachelorette. Yeah. We can't just like immediately fall in love. Oh wait, that's the issue. There weren't enough roses. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Oh, man, Have I'm you heard Bip that right they now? try showing them panda porn? Yeah. Well, wait. <laughs> yes. Here's the question. How do they get those pandas to bang? <laughs> <laughs> Are they That's pandas right. or are they just people in panda suits? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. They, why didn't they try that on Planet Pleasure? They were like, look, we just need to, you to put on this artificial carapace and <laughs> oh. bang each other. With six green gooey vaginas. Hey, at least <sighs> gooey. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, also, very special guest this week uh, from Skeptic.org. It's Amanda Linebaugh. Yeah! Like all Earth female humans, I am naturally empathic and make an excellent pet. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, it's not great. That was actually... Yeah. Um, so Tanya had said she was jealous that we were doing that she didn't get to read this book this week. And that's like page <laughs> two. And I sent her that paragraph. Which was, uh, I'll read you the whole thing. I had lost Carmen to an alien gangster. Uh, he mm. approached our government with a deal alien technology for Earth women. Why Earth women? Female intuition. Human females were valued as empath- em- empathetic companions, think highly compassionate pets. And so I sent that to Tanya and I was like, still jealous? And she said, no. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, funny that. Yeah, <laughs> I highlighted that paragraph too. <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, one par- like one page in, and I was like, well, I guess this is where I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you make the case that since it's the 
aliens that are thinking that, you know, not 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 humans. It's then it's cool. It's like I mean, I Does that just just Mario make it xenophobic? It? Yeah, right. It's just look, we have some really sexist aliens out there in the world. That's not our fault. Yeah. Right? <laughs> None of the hero characters are reacting poorly to that statement. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, right, yeah. Oh, of yeah, course. True. No, women do make great <laughs> compassionate pets. There's <laughs> like, well, look, those aliens logic, like I can't agree with the methods, but their lo- their logic checks out. It is sound. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is, uh, you guys, this is episode number uh, 355 of the show. Wow. We've now done as many episodes as the How did that happen? Of when will that number go down, Alex? <laughs> Great question. We've now done as many episodes as the number of diamonds in the 2015 Chicago Blackhawks championship ring. Dang, good job, Blackhawks. Wow, that's, that's a shit ton of diamonds. So many times. Yeah. Some of those oh, are yeah. probably small, though, right? A lot oh, of them are small, yeah. Yeah, probably that Pave look, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. so the, the ring, custom made, of course, by Jostens. The same Jostens, of course. That tricks high For all of your black rings to jewelry. memorialize your least important time in your lives. Yeah, I remember the Jostens rep coming around trying to sell rings to people. Yeah, if you'd been sh- selling me Chicago Blackhawks championship rings, it would have been different. Yeah. Instead of like, look, we put a band instrument on there. Yeah. And if you ever forget, you played trombone. <laughs> I like the idea of like someone who's like in their like forties, like what instrument did I play? Oh yeah, trombone. Cool. Yeah, that's the whole point of the ring, right? Is so you can look back when you're forty and be like, what did I do for those three or four years? Oh man, that means you can always remember like five things that you've done yeah. if you like, right? For like one for each Depends finger. On how much you pay for the ring? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good folks at Justin's. Yeah, <laughs> memory aids that attach to your finger. Oh uh, right, JV ping pong. <laughs> yeah. Well, was that an option where you went? Did you get to play JV ping pong? Oh, that'd be great. So oh, it has God, like a no. ping pong paddle and also a frowny face to know that you weren't that good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a ping I'm pong too nerdy to even b- do JV. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, you're just uh, just for the love just, of the game. Just yeah. J. <laughs> no V. Anyway, so uh, speaking of competitions where I really didn't care who wins, this week we're talking about <laughs> Rescue from Planet Pleasure. Mario oh. Aceveda's sixth book in the Felix Gomez series, oh. uh, which may be the most surprising, upsetting fact about this book, is that it's the sixth <laughs> book, right? Yeah. Like, writing a book is a lot of work, and when you're not great at it, doing six <laughs> is just very surprising to me. I mean, here's the thing, guys. I think he I think he accomplished everything he wanted to do with this book. Like, yeah. Is that the Roger Ebert uh, scale? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, like what words? Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess the thing is, like, once you have a sex planet and psychic <laughs> vampires in it, like, you kind of know, like, it's just it's going to have those things. And, like, it's not going to be, you know, I mean, whatever a actually, good book is. If, any, if I have any complaint, it's that it's got less of the sex planet and way too much New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, right of the two. really boring fights in New Mexico. I'd much rather have Sex Planet. In case you were wondering, by the way, what the first five books are, they were The Nymphos of Rocky Flats, which no. oh, obviously needed a lot of sequels. Hold on a second. <laughs> Rocky Flats? I am very confused with the like, terrain of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it rocky or is it flat, guys? Generally <laughs> flat, but it's rocky. Man, it's that is... Like a generally that rocky, does deserve a book to flat. figure it out. <laughs> Those have got to be some really uncomfortable nymphos. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I don't know if they sleep on the rocky flats. Maybe they have beds? I don't know. <laughs> the nymphos are just like, man, I hope we have beds. Otherwise, <laughs> oof. 
Yeah, I mean, I do like flat because I'm a back sleeper, but rocky. Yeah. Or what if... So what Tough if out there for an info. What if it's uh, they're flat, but then it rocks back and forth like a boat? Oh, oh no. Then you just mm. need some, like, some drama mean then? like that? So like a waterbed? Yeah, it's a rocky uh, That's not great for back support. A bed of, rack, of rocks. <laughs> All right, so that was the first one. Obviously, the, the follow-up was X-rated bloodsuckers. Sure. Oh. By the undead Kama Sutra. And then uh. an odd turn with jailbait zombie... Mm. Oh, oh that's, that God, seems off no. brand. Although nope. they did take it to nope. zombie, which I, I respect. Mm. Well, <laughs> anytime you go to zombie. Well, but then it took a very strange turn into werewolf smackdown, which almost sounds mundane. Yeah, that sounds like yeah, pay per view. I would not pay for that. Also, I would. Right, I'd like to not view it, so I definitely wouldn't pay to. <laughs> Ooh, should there be pay for no views then? Because that's probably better <laughs> to ignore. Yes, <laughs> that sounds like a good business model. Although it might be hard to get people to pay. <laughs> Unless you had like those 1984 TVs that you can't turn off in your living room. Yeah. Uh, TVs you can't turn off? Yeah. Do you remember the book 1984 where they're forced to watch oh, TV? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like a TV from the year 1984, the year that they decided <laughs> not to make TVs with switches. Well, I didn't, we ran out of switches in 1983, so yeah. it's going to be a bad year. In 1985, new feature off switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like the new Coke. It's like uh, yeah. it's like off switch classic comes back. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Crystal Pepsi is coming back. Are you guys excited yes. about Crystal Pepsi? Anyone have nope. opinions about this? Has anyone had it? I no, I I um, intend to, but well, I love it because they're like, what a crazy idea we had, and we we just left <laughs> out this food coloring. It's yeah. not like they did a magic thing to to uncolor. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, it's just caramel coloring is what makes cola that color. So Crystal Pepsi is just they left out the caramel food coloring. Huh. Yeah. And guess Bad what? Miss. It tastes the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty amazing. Um, I can't imagine why. What next? Blue? To... Oh, or Code Red. <gasps> I have this idea. All right. So anyway, this episode, I should say, uh, we should, we should uh, be clear, was sponsored by Joe from Boston. Thanks, says, Joe from Boston. Who says this? This book is absolutely awful. If selected, I'd like to request Amanda Linebaugh as a guest because she laughed at me while I was reading it, and I'd like uh-huh. to punish her. Amanda, what does that yeah. mean? How did this person know? You, how did you laugh at this person when he was reading it? Uh, we were on uh, the bus to New York City, and he fr- he got this book in like one of those book bundle deals online oh. um, that had other better books in it. But he decided to read this one first on the bus to New York City and kept reading chunks of it out loud to me, such as the women make great empathic pets parts mm-hmm. and like was rolling his eyes and groaning. So I was laughing at him for reading such a terrible book. So wait a minute. Wow. Is Joe from Boston a stranger you met on that bus? <laughs> That's, uh, that makes this person's very vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately, I keep hanging out with him. Wow. Well, will that stop now? <laughs> it hasn't yet, and I finished the book, so I mean, I feel yeah. like I've I've just stuck with my bad decisions. Joe's bulletproof now. That's uh. Don't I, encourage I, him. I no. Don't. Actually, say something more about it. Are you married to Joe from Boston? <laughs> no. No. Is Joe from Boston just a friend of yours? Joe from. Wait, is this twenty questions about Joe from Boston? I just. Does, yeah. you're just yes, being, please. Let's turn it into that. Oddly coy about your relationship to Joe from Boston. <laughs> Joe's my boyfriend. Joe's your boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Um, Joe from Boyston. 
Um, <laughs> that's right. Sense. If you're a boyfriend in Boston, you have to call it Boyston. That's the rule. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's well, how we do. Well, so normally we don't we don't allow people to sponsor or to request their friends as sponsor or as as guests when they sponsor. However, we made an exception for you as one of our most frequent guests. And uh, <laughs> thanks. I, I do feel like yeah, yeah we're we're real princes here. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate this so much. I can't even tell you. I just this is what he bought you as a gift. I can't wait to see what you get him for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. They, they, uh, I do like shoes. Okay, but they feel like nails. What happened? Here's the nice thing about that. Well, I, if you get nail shoes, please buy it through read-weep.com/slash/amazon. Um, I like I like the idea of us. Oh yeah, Amazon. Um, I like the idea of us profiting from like sort of like a War of the Roses kind of situation. You know? Oh yeah, because like no matter what, we win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just be the the middleman in this hate gift war. Wait, so, wait, by War of the Roses, you mean that completely not fake, obviously real game that radio DJs play? What? what? I've never listened to the something? radio. Mm. Oh no. Okay, just checking. No, but we were, you know, I point out the- that. That Joe chose to read this, so I'm not sure that I can come up with anything that will actually cause him pain. Yeah, yeah that that's a great question. Like, what? What do you? <laughs> right, it's, it's like the Daredevil issue. It's like, like how do you like how do you attack the man with no fear kind of thing? <laughs> well, John Ringo, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, so Joe uh, chose to read this. I understand choosing to skim this if it came to you um, for free, <laughs> but he finished this whole book. Oh yeah, he he read the whole thing on the bus to New York. Yeah. Look, Joe, I really appreciate you sponsoring, but uh, <laughs> questionable taste. Yeah, <laughs> questionable life decisions on you. Maybe this is like you buying your own intervention. <laughs> what's, what's Joe, you're on, a danger Joe? to yourself and to others, yeah. and you must be right? stopped. How is your life? We're concerned, Amanda. I worry. <laughs> yeah, look, Joe, we're here because we're friends, and because you, you paid us. <laughs> we're not friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to torture your girlfriend who also happens to be a regular on the show, go to readdashweep.com, <laughs> sign up on the mailing list. You might be able to sponsor an episode coming up. Also, go to amazon.com and purchase nail shoes. Chris, I need you to summarize now this book. I'm going to look at nail shoes now. Um, I would love you to summarize in the style of a coyote. Um, and by that I mean, if you could just use a Spanish word occasionally, I would really enjoy it because I'm trying to learn. Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> so you half coyote, half Dora the Explorer. <laughs> coyote the Explorer. Coyote the Explorer. Coyote. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, rescue from Planet Pleasure. Here we go. Um, vamanos. An, yeah, vamanos. Nice. Huh? Uh, undead vampiro. Felix Gomez is a <laughs> private detective enlisted by Coyote, an old Mexican vampire, uh, to track down Carmen, who's a uh, guapa psychic vampirist uh, who is being held captive by an alien uh, on an alien planet by aliens for her sexual mojo. Just to clarify the relationship, is Carmen is or is not his ex novia? He, she C. is C, C, <laughs> and. Uh, perhaps <laughs> it's unclear Tal vez. Uh, or maybe uh muchachas con benefits yeah benefitos <laughs> uh 
All right. So, uh, so Coyote and you just uh, right, like you're tired, but I'm having a great time, Chris. <laughs> I know you. Are. <laughs> um, and it's just so, a picture of nail shoes, but these are wrong, as the nails are pointing down in this picture. Well, I I'm sorry. That's all Amazon has right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Amanda deserves to I buy, expected more. buy him shoes where the nails point into his feet. <laughs> you could always just flip it around. Oh, I yeah. guess you can. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll so, just put that uh, in the special request section. <laughs> so Felix has got to rescue Carmen from the aliens. And so he teams up with Coyote and he teams up with Jolie, his also ex-girlfriend, uh, to, uh, to go rescue her. But also there's this evil vampiress named Phaedra and she has psychic powers and she's crazy and she's muy malo. She is trying to fuck up all the vampire society and like, you know, just basically kill everybody and she's really powerful. She has psychic powers that go way beyond anybody else. Um, yeah, I, like at one point she destroys an entire alien race with her brain. Yeah, because she can. So we're clear that she's maybe slightly overpowered. Yeah overpowered for sure but they get into a scrap and they sort of fight her to a draw before they do anything else and and coyote is is injured from the fight and so they uh, jolie and uh, felix have to go to planet pleasure without him uh, so they go there using a psychic portal okay and uh and the planet's called d galtha or something uh it's they don't actually call it planet pleasure uh but there are these aliens called the nan charms uh they're yellow and orange and they're like 10 feet tall and have dreadlock tentacles and and their their problem is that they have bred themselves to be really intense fighters but that's also bred all the libido uh away from the males and so no i libido yeah no i libido <laughs> and so they kidnapped carmen just who is in the, very like in the men ahead. there's plenty of libido in the women or there's some in the women there's some some well they have these long they, they have sex toys sex toys yeah these like yep. very large multi-pronged sex toys. well because they're 10 feet tall and they have six vaginas or penises on their like like bottom front Did of their carapace. Sure that, the, that they have six penises, or I, yeah, okay, yeah, yep. I mean, yep. that'd be awkward, right? If it was just like six vaginas, but like seven penises. Oh, like hot dogs and hot dog <laughs> buns in the eighties. Yeah, that's right. Packs of eight, <laughs> packs of six. Ah, annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so these Nancharm have kept humans, like uh, Carmen and and some other like sexy humans, to like have sex and like get the get the nan charms turned on and they've actually established an erection analysis committee to study how humans are so turned on all the time compared to how the nan charms uh aren't just want to say again that i just uh don't support the funding of this project right <laughs> this feels like government waste and abuse <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's, it's a support yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah how, how many right. erections do we need to study really yeah it, just cuantas erecciones <laughs> They're in, Uno. Uno, <laughs> they're in other species it's like it wouldn't be like oh, oh we're having trouble with humans copulating let's see what the dogs are up to like that would not help yeah. us mm-hmm. although although you know how like they have a whole style on, though alex i don't know man no. there you go uh so the erection analysis committee uh the the chief supervisor is named moots and she's stressed out by her bosses but she's nice enough and uh in order to like you know, these vampires get there and they want to rescue Carmen. And Carmen's like, okay, we can try to escape. Let's distract Moots by having sex with her. And so, so they, perfect. So they go into a workshop and make a six pronged alien vibrator. Uh, also known as a Moot Point. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> Boom. Uh. And together, Carmen and Felix have a traceway 
with moots. Ah. They... <laughs> See, yeah, One interspecies, day. yeah. Um, and then, uh, so she's all distracted and stuff, and and you know, sort of now she likes Carmen a lot. Um, so that, and then Carmen's other alien, former alien lover, Blossom, shows up, who's an alien who's sh- basically an eight foot tall, smallish uh, elephant with, but with trunks both on her face and her nethers. <laughs> Elefante doble. Yeah. <laughs> And she is still still in Amor con Carmen, and is waiting in a flying saucer to help them escape. And and they're just waiting oh, for the, the right way, distraction. The worst chicken dish, Amor con Carmen. Oh. <laughs> this yeah. is the most disturbing Dora the Explorer episode. <laughs> you know, what, Dora, maybe don't explore this much. Maybe the, you might want to leave this corner unexplored. Yeah. Don't, so they're don't looking. Swipe the dildo. Oh. <laughs> They made yeah. it out of garbage. That's the only thing I feel bad about. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing. Vibrating oh, garbage. Well, yeah, I do, vibrating you know, garbage. I generally feel like it was fine for him to tickle her tentacles. I feel like yeah. interspecies, like the main problem is consent on Earth. And there, she was for it. So, yeah. Yeah. That was totally consensual. And then otherwise, like <laughs> Jolie, the other vampire uh, who isn't Carmen... Uh, goes and distracts everybody else by having like a six way with all the humans that are kept there. I should say is, just, we should just make sure we're clear on this that um, the lead vampire Felix was really against uh, porking this this carapace. Yes, yes, he did not want to do it, but then did for science or to escape or whatever. Do Do you want to take back some of that consensuality then uh, that you stamped on that? Oh, sexual encounter? No, he he was not forced to. He was like, oh, this is gross, but I'm doing it anyway, which is more of like a standard male consent. What? Huh. You no, know? she drugged him. She drugged him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she bit his neck and injected him with whatever. Oh, so he got extra horny. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. She did drug him, but it was like the way that like vampire teeth enzymes drug you. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think feel that still counts as drugging. Right now, it's hard to apply our standards. <sighs> so, Can I... I will. Can I read the, the yeah. quote from that? Because yes. okay. I, I highlighted yes. this. Introduce it. Carmen pushed against my buttocks, sliding me into moots like an artillery shell loading into a breach. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just tough. Because I don't, I don't have a lot of frame of reference. Like, like, I have a small sample size for alien, vampire sex, vampire sex generally. Um... Like I don't know if this is also weird or normal. artillery loading. Yeah, I just there's a lot of things I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> is it, yeah, is this cool or not? <laughs> is this cool, cool or not? <laughs> well, I'm okay with it, but it's definitely not cool. <laughs> From my experience with Listen artillery Ezra. shells. Yeah, when you exactly. go to school. If all the kids are telling you the cool thing to do is to have sex <laughs> with an alien as a vampire, don't do it. It's yeah. not cool. Should I do it if they say it isn't cool? Oh shit! Touche. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Blossom, uh, Phaedra attacks Planet Pleasure. She uses a psychic portal to follow them there. She basically kills an entire alien species with her brain. Uh, but Blossom swoops in using the distraction to uh, to pick them up and take them it's back to New Mexico. Elephant pilot to the rescue. Yeah, well, part's kind of so fun, right? They were in New Mexico. They were on Planet Pleasure for a little bit. They had sex with an alien. And then they're back in New Mexico, and they get the rest of the gang together to try to uh, kill Phaedra once and for all. Because her brain, with her all her psychic powers and stuff, and her she's evil. She's muy malo. 
Uh, they well, they got to stop her. I think we should so, just that that's that quote you read, Amanda, about lo- him loading himself into her like an artillery shell. Mm-hmm. I think is an important summary of the book, and that even though it's called Planet Pleasure, they're way more into guns than sex. It's way oh my more God. into guns. Like, so yeah. much about guns. Definitely gun boners are bigger than their boner boners. I would argue <laughs> they're even more into, like, you know, the geography of the Southwest than they are in, <laughs> into sex Which in this I, book. It sounds like I would like it, so it's weird that I hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful sure. part of the country. So I, you, I could have hated this more than I did. I'll just put that oh, out there. <laughs> I could okay. have hated it. We'll there, there are worse just, things that we've read. Let me just wrap it up uh. real quick. They team up with some Native American magic people and some rebel vampires calling themselves the Blood Force. And they gear up for the big fight. There's a big fight. And they win. They kill Phaedra. That's the dun, book. Dun, dun. You know, you managed to go the whole story without once mentioning Crest Tech. And I think that's because this weird <laughs> super governmental psychic sensing paramilitary organization... Yeah that keeps being mentioned turns out not to matter at all. Yeah. It makes no sense. Doesn't yeah, Crest Tech was a red herring. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> so you leaving out of the summary, totally reasonable, does not matter. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't matter in this book. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm concerned about Ezra's uh, I could hate this more say, uh, statement. I could have. Did you find it to be an enjoyably sexy romp with superpowers? <laughs> oh. Uh... I mean, okay, here's, again, maybe my, my superpower. <laughs> um, you guys read this with your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yes. I, I, I used... Say, by the way, uh, that's actually by the thing that I hated the most about this is that we were forced to eye-read it. And that aw. just takes so much more time. And it's so, so much harder. I read it using the great app Speaky, which uh, <laughs> just, just sped things along real nice. Oh, you give it, like, some text and it will read it to you? Yep, so I just dumped in a whole text file into this, and um, I had my choice of accents to work off of. <laughs> what so, accent Aust- did you pick? I did U.S., but oh. like you could do um, Australian, Irish, Australian would be South African. Yeah. Ooh, oh, South, South African's such a great accent, too. Like Furiosa. Yeah. Do you want to hear one of them? Yes. All right, hold on. Let me... Uh, like, does it work out? Does it sound yeah, like... How, how good does, does it, it read punctuation really well and stuff? Yeah. Uh, so w- which one do you want? South African. South African. Okay. I'll hold it up. The Border Patrol agent grasped the radio mic attached to her shoulder and barked an order. The Black Hawk banked and descended. She and Guller backed away toward where they had been dropped you off. Know, that's not the worst. Right? Yeah. That's not terrible. Yeah, and, and I would yeah. be more able to, like, walk or nap while I was listening to that than I was <laughs> eye reading. And or nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem with eye reading books. When you fall asleep, you're stuck at the page that you were at. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it sucks. I did. So I was eye reading this using uh, like uh, digitally, obviously, and uh, I did enjoy very much being able to highlight the Spanish and have it translate it for me when I needed that. Yeah. So that was pretty good. (laughs) That's with with audiobooks. I would have just like, well, I won't know that ever. My chance (laughs) to know to learn is gone. Yeah. Um, actually, so I think that's so. The I read it was one of the worst parts, but the worst worst part. We're getting into our hates now. We're gonna do a quick hate yep. game. The worst worst part of the book, I think, is feeling the author's boner pushing against me the whole time. Oh, <laughs> oh God! Somebody right standing in the back too- of your skull. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody's standing too close <laughs> on the subway. Why was? Yeah. Why are we in that position? <laughs> I, why are we spooning that way? Because I was picturing sitting down and having some creeper stand behind me. Oh, <laughs> sitting down and reading. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. what it's like. 
Yeah, but he would just like, I don't know, like, here's a hate is that, you know, for a book ostensibly called like Escape from Planet Pleasure, and it's supposed to be all this sexy stuff, that they just, they don't spend any time on the sex. And like, you promise me one thing, and then you give me guns in the desert? Uh, it's really... It's this is the Tom Coliglo problem? <laughs> this was the Tom Coliglo problem. Yeah. Whereas, it's funny, uh, my, one of my favorite books, Guns in the Desert, is all about porking, and they didn't... <laughs> yeah. It's like they did a switch, yeah. you know? Uh, I need to Freaky Friday that. Yeah. <laughs> I, right, right. Guns in the Desert's like, it's so hard being Guns in the Desert, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you it, you could never do my job being guns in the desert. You could never do yeah. my job, Planet Pleasure. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. So I I agree that there's not a lot about like actual beautiful pleasure, but there is a lot of just like pervy shit. Like yeah, uh, yeah. There's noticing the curves of a vampire's boobs constantly. <laughs> like so he gets captured into space prison, and the first thing he says is. The, glou- the gown clinging to the curves of her physique did nothing to stifle her provocative vibe. This is a space prison. Yeah. You, you should have more on your mind. So Maybe. much going on. Um, yeah. Well, what, 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 what are your top three thoughts of when you're in space prison? You should be thinking about this. How do I space escape? Uh, <laughs> how do I get my space GED? How do I get my yeah. space GED? Right. And I and hope I don't drop the space soap. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it will space gravity, float. So you can yeah. drop it. It'll just float right there. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one place you're okay to drop in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, uh, also, there was like there was a line that was like, uh, oh, so they do this weird thing where he can see their auras, and Coyote mm. can control his aura yeah. to make shapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's a line where like uh, they saw some girls, and Co- uh, Coyote stood beside the counter and leered, his fangs extended. The penumbra of his aura formed curled branches that straightened, spruing into a mantle of boners. Yeah. There's just like a That's going to be the next Game that? of Thrones book, Mantle, mantle of, of Boners. boners. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chair made of all the boners they've captured. Oh my God. Wait, yeah, that throne is pretty much a yeah, it's pretty much a mantle of boners. Uh, I think all the boners have been melted down to one mantle. Yeah. <laughs> now, now Amanda, just to chain off that, I guess I want to ask you a question, which is mm. uh, on a scale of 1 to negative 10, how, how feminist was this book? Uh. Well, it wasn't a pickup artist book, so it wasn't a negative 10. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can imagine it being less feminist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely could be. He sexually harasses people, but he never negs them. <laughs> uh, and I think I remember all of the women being fairly consensual. Yeah? I don't know. It, it would have There's passed that- the Bechdel test, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Um, That's true. They did talk to each other about guns, (laughs) 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 which is definitely not a metaphor for boners. No, no. Uh, Although he did describe having sex as like loading that gun. So maybe when he's like loading the gun, he's like, oh, man, my bullet is penetrating this rifle. Well, he and Jolie are definitely they call themselves like, you know, like they love gun porn. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Which if you don't Google that. Because there's yeah. one kind that's just pictures <laughs> of guns, but there's the other kind. Yeah. Alex, did you mean don't Google that? Bing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll never find it. You'll never get your rewards. Safe search on. Safe search on. Oh, God. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, we are dealing with like a former military, you know, sort of macho cargo pants and flip phone type of guy. Well, ostensibly, he's also a detective and he does zero detecting. Yeah, there's very little like PI stuff. It's just I show up and I'm an action hero. Yeah, there's guns, there's the sex and no at no point does he dust for fingerprints. Is that show up, have a boner, shoot some Follow the paperwork. Yeah. Nor does he walk around a room with a magnifying glass. He doesn't. Yeah, right. He doesn't have a hat with a bill on both ends. Yeah, like it's all about the cool hat. Like the, oh, the I bet those looks. elephants with the like the trunks on both ends would have loved those hats. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or they'd try to bone them. <laughs> sure. So, so I guess the top. Yeah, the top criticisms are uh, not particularly feminist. Uh, <laughs> you could feel his boner pressing into your head on the subway. Mm. Um, another one is just that the the writing, like he. He's so bad. He, he <laughs> there are several like descriptions of things that are impossible to picture. Um, yeah, like yes. at one point uh. he described uh, her companion resembled a velociraptor raptor crossed with a gorilla, with a lizard snout, beady eyes, pointy sharp teeth, long muscular arms, and fearsome <laughs> clawed hands. His crinkled metallic suit seemed to be made of faceted bits of pewter that undulated. I, Tell me what you that know, is. What, when you, what are you looking well, at? Well, when you feed all that into me, I kind of get one of the, like the Ripley clones from like uh, from like uh, from Alien Resurrection, where she's like, "Kill me." <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is a thing that is you. You just you can't just throw words in a blender. You can't I mean, just say, a but bunch clearly of you can, yeah. and it will be your sixth in published book. Well, self-published. <laughs> that's that's a minor detail. We, we did pay for this, so I mean, he's making money. Yeah. He oh God! And the the Goodreads reviews that are like, "Oh, I waited for this book for so long." Like, really? Yeah, Felix <laughs> Gomez. Like you read all five of the first ones, and then you were like, "I need more." Need more of that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I I feel like we should have a different category for like, like, well, you are trying. Because uh, I think this is sort of in like the model land uh, like genre for me, where it's just oh. like th- there is some there are some stuffs going on that good 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 for you for not just phoning in. Like I don't know what you did, uh, <laughs> yeah. but this wasn't like this wasn't like you you liked this and yeah <laughs> this was a personal best and you always got to root for a personal best. <laughs> uh, another bad writing thing is he does the thing we were talking about last week in uh, in Deep Blue. Where he just changes idioms to be space idioms or vampire idioms, uh, but without the dedication <laughs> that Deep Blue did, um, or, he doesn't even he doesn't even sound genuine. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, oh, the Galactic Union is in disarray at the moment. They have bigger gogzams to fry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then back on Earth with the Spanish vampire. When we've gone fang a mano against Phaedra. Oh my god! Oh, I like it. I like it, guys. I think the worse it gets, the better it gets. <laughs> I, you're, I mean, you're just trolling me. Is the no? Just, I think, I think you don't understand. Like, okay, so you know, um, I feel like there's some like decomposers out there in the world that can like eat trash, right? Like, it's like some of the animals that like they can just break down. Oh, I thought trash. that was like slang for zombies. Do you mean like goats? Yeah, goats. Yeah, there's some goats. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. We eat a, we have a lot of trash. Wouldn't you rather be a goat where you can digest that and be like happy with it? I don't think I'm like trolling nope. like no. 
No, no, I'd prefer to keep my essential humanity as. Well, here's the thing, buddy. You're that... in trash either way. One of us is talking about it. You are definitely the goat of our program. Uh... Go goats! <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I agree that we're all eating trash, and you're the only one who's goading it up. However, I feel like at the end of the day, after you're done with the trash, and you're like, you get normal food, you're going to be like, I'm a goat. This cake is fine. <laughs> Yeah, you've lost your ability to tell between trash and and cake, and I think that's a problem. Although, if there are any artists out there who want to draw us all as goats, please do. (laughs) No, us as essential humans, Ezra as a goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, three three picky humans and one very happy goat. And I made myself so easy to love. So I'm going to start with hello everybody and welcome to, and then you all yell, name that sandwich. Oh man, this again. <laughs> Yay. Oh, I'm so excited, Ezra. It's stressful for me, all right? It's like, you know, it's like when comedians say like, hey, be funny. Like, you know, when someone's like, oh, you're a comedian, be funny. That's what this feels like. Sure. You like sandwiches? Name sandwiches? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to eat one, man. <laughs> you do get that a lot. Um Hello, everybody, and welcome to Name That Sandwich. Name That Sandwich is brought to you by Telling a Friend. Do you have a friend who likes things? Tell them about our show. That's how most people find out about these things, and we'd really like it if more people found out about Read It and Weep. So Name That Sandwich is our sort of shockingly popular game show on the Sesame Network from about five weeks ago, designed to test Ezra's legendary knowledge of sandwiches and pit it against the rest of this group's competitiveness and gamesmanship. Uh, So... As always, just like the, the classic name that tune, I'm going to give you a hint, and then you will have to, and how many ingredients total are in the sandwich, you guys will bid on how many ingredients you need to know before you can name that sandwich. Each time you get one correct, you get a point, but if you get it wrong, both other people get a point, and an option to steal for a bonus point. So mm. uh, try not to overbid, but if you get it, make it too easy, the other person will definitely get it. So we'll start here. So uh, the clue is North America... And there are four Ooh. ingredients. Ezra, start the bidding for us. All right. I, will, I, I have to do four, right? Yep. I can name it in four. All right. <laughs> Chris? I can name that sandwich in three. Amanda? You, uh, you can either say a smaller number or you can say name that sandwich. I'm going to say name that sandwich. All right, Chris. Ooh. North America, yeah. three ingredients. Ham. Gruyere. Egg batter. But North America? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, though. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I was going to go with uh, a croque monsieur. I'm sorry. You were very close, but that is not correct. Oh, Amanda and I get a point. Maybe this is where the, I guess this is the American part of this. This is where you're, you're close, but uh, American part. So you each get a point. Uh, so, Amanda, you have the first chance to steal. Do you know what it is? No penalty for guessing. No, I don't know if it's not a crook, monsieur. Ezra? Um, do I wait, no penalty for guessing? No. Uh Monte Cristo? That's it correct. That's absolutely Ah, right. dang it. That is the American right. variant on the Croque Monsieur. Uh <laughs> which uh yeah, is typically toasted. As you are up two. Amanda, you have one. Chris, you have zero. Great start. We're gonna Chris, you're gonna start the bidding on this next one. Okay. Uh, we'll do uh 
I'll do this one. Four ingredients again. Your clue is modernized traditional. I can name it in four ingredients, Alex. Yes, Amanda. I can name it in three ingredients. Ezra? Name that thingy. Yes. <laughs> what is that, Ezra? Oh, well, we, I, don't, I want to give her a clue. Maybe it's on it. Yeah. Who knows what it is, man? I'll give you a clue. It is a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Three ingredients. Modernized traditional, Amanda. Your mm-hmm. ingredients are cucumber, mm-hmm. cream cheese, mm-hmm. and white bread oh. with the crusts removed. Um, it would be a cucumber tea sandwich. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Cream cheese is the modern element. The traditional is just butter. Ah, yeah. so brand of that. butter. <laughs> Traditionally, uh, from a cow that you turned yourself. Cow butter. Uh, nice job. All right, so two to uh, two to Amanda. Chris, you have zero. Amanda, North America mm-hmm. is your clue. Seven ingredients. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yes, I can name that sandwich in seven ingredients. Ezra. I can name that in five ingredients. Chris. Name that sandwich, Ezra. Ooh, five ingredients. All right, as North America, five ingredients. Poultry. Bacon. Aw, oh, man. Lettuce. I could have done this. Mayonnaise. <laughs> toothpick. Club, club, yeah, club. Sandwich. You got it. Toothpick. <laughs> Just so you know, the whole reason why we're playing this game again is because I wanted to say toothpick. <laughs> I was really excited. Are you, are you supposed to eat the toothpick? I, nope. It doesn't. It Have is, I been doing this wrong? That is up to you. That is user decided. Um, all right. So currently, Ezra lived three to two to zero. Uh, Caleb's here now, too, so he's laughing with me. Oh, good. Chris, uh, you're going to start us off. North America. Yeah. Seven ingredients. <laughs> I can name that sandwich in six ingredients, Alex. Amanda. I can name that sandwich in four ingredients. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Name that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> name that possibly bread like product wrapped thing. <laughs> we don't know. No one will know. Gonna give you a hint. It is a sandwich. You said four. <laughs> this one you can mm-hmm. probably take down to fewer ingredients, but. Uh, well. Uh, well, you're going to get it in four, Amanda. I, you're definitely going to get it. Uh, your four ingredients are two all-beef patties, <laughs> special sauce, lettuce, cheese. Well, we don't uh, know which one they're talking about, though. perhaps a Big Mac? That is a Big Mac. That is correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, hamburgers are sandwiches. Yeah, that is definitely a sandwich. Chris, don't fuck with me. Um, I think there's more, there's more ingredients than seven, though, I think. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, sesame seed, bun. That's the song. Sesame yep. seed. Sesame seed yeah, bun. But it's, the bun is a sesame seed bun. That's one ingredient. Yeah, I mean, buddy. the special sauce has like six ingredients in it, but we don't. Well, okay, what about the, that middle piece of bread? <laughs> that's not part of a sesame that's seed bun. That's an extra ingredient. All right, well, we're going to continue on despite us as protest. <laughs> Amanda, you're going to start us off. Uh, again, North America, five ingredients. Mm-hmm. Or actually, mm-hmm. actually, uh, I'll even say Michigan is your clue. Five ingredients. What? Uh-oh. Uh, I can name that sandwich in five ingredients. Ezra? I'm not confident about my Michigan knowledge. Sure, four. <laughs> Although I'm going to guess that Michael Phelps has eaten it. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> uh, I don't have much Michigander knowledge, so I'm going to say Ezra, name that sandwich. Chris, I feel like you're getting left behind by the bidding process, not by your sandwich knowledge. But uh, So, as you have four ingredients. Yours, your... Uh, let's, okay, so your four ingredients are rye bread... 
Russian dressing, Swiss cheese. Swish? Turkey. Swiss cheese. <laughs> if you're a basketball player, you say Swiss cheese. <laughs> and then turkey. What? Did not expect that. I know. Um, could it be... Yeah, Caleb's laughing at your foolishness. <laughs> could it be a, a turkey Reuben? That is not the name of the sandwich. I'm sorry, as zero, one point for each of the other two players. Chris, you have a chance to steal for a bonus point. I get a point. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call it a, an up north special. <laughs> That's not Amanda, do you know the name of that sandwich? Is it a Rachel? It is a Rachel. Whoa, oh, man. A Rachel is a turkey, a turkey Reuben, and uh, it is Woo-hoo. most classically out of Michigan. Wow. Um, I did not I know I it was out of Michigan. There. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't say the name of the sandwich. This is the what you tried to do last time, where you just described the thing. No, no, that, no okay, Ruben. Though that's not, I didn't just say like a, a turkey sandwich with this, 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 and this. I feel like you know that was that yeah, was but most it's the not way a there. Ruben. It's a Rachel. Yeah. It's and got you can't cheese on this it. Switching out another thing if it's got a real name. How did the name come? From? Anyone know where the name comes from? Probably somebody named Rachel. <laughs> well, but which Rachel? All right, there's like eight. one in Mich- of the Michigan <laughs> Rachels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the- <laughs> All right, so Amanda's up five. Chris as has three. Chris has one point. We have a couple more sandwiches. Yep. Um, so where are we now? Chris, you started that, so Amanda's bidding now. Again, mm. North America, nine ingredients. Whoa. And this one is very specific. Oh, um, I can name that sandwich in seven ingredients. All right. Ooh. Oh, and by the way, I'm gonna say, so the, the clue's North America, and it's North America and a way of ordering the sandwich. That's important. Hmm. So, uh, seven ingredients for you, Manic. Ez? Six? Six ingredients. Chris? I'm going to try for it. I'm going to say five ingredients, Alex. Amanda? Oh, name that sandwich. All right, great. Five ingredients for you, Chris. Yes. Shrimp. French <gasps> what? roll. Wait. Shrimp, <gasps> shrimp. French roll. Hot sauce. Romaine lettuce. Tomato. <laughs> Oh so my gosh! A specific sandwich. This one, I think you probably have to. Like, I did not. I was not aware of this until I was forced to to make this decision at one point. But um, you have enough in, I th- information, I think, to say the specific sandwich. No half. Points. Okay. Uh, I would say uh, a shrimp po' boy, but with all the salad inside the sandwich. <laughs> Oh, I kind of want to give that to you, but Ezra might be mad because he didn't get it. Uh, what I'll do, uh, so if Amanda or, or Ezra can name the way of ordering that shrimp po' boy, they'll get the point. If not, you're going to get it. Okay. So, Amanda. It's, it's, not, it's not all dressed, is it? It is dressed. You're so... Oh, dang it. <laughs> when you say dressed, they put the lettuce and stuff inside. Amanda, wow. you now have six. Chris, I'm going to give you a half a point. That was very good. <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As, I'll give you half a point. I had no idea I knew so much about sandwiches. I mean, you're amazing <laughs> at sandwiches. All right. Uh, no. Okay. So let's do last one. Uh, starting with Ezra. North America. Three ingredients. Whoa. Whoa. All right. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll. Wait. So Chris is after me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll do three. I'll do two. Uh, name that sandwich. You could have done it in one. I would have loved to have seen you do it in one. Uh, two ingredients, North America. <laughs> peanut butter. Yep. Jelly. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, that's a PB&J, that my friend. That is what that is. <laughs> uh, isn't, wait, arguably, Alex, arguably, isn't that just doing that descriptive thing that you hate? 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> in this case, the sandwich is called that. I, if you had gone down to one ingredient, I would have just said bread with the crusts removed. And I Ooh. bet you still would have gotten it. With the crust, because it's just three ingredients. Yeah, yeah. I had a PB&J uh, right before recording. Nice. All right, so uh, <laughs> that's it for Name That Sandwich version two. Uh, the final score, Chris in third place with two and a half points. Ezra in second place, 3.5 points. Amanda, a runaway victor with six points. Amanda, you wow. know your sandwiches. <laughs> yeah! yeah. That is I, it. I feel so accomplished. That is it for our second and possibly last episode of Name That Sandwich. Name That Sandwich was brought to you by telling your friend about our show. Do you have a friend who doesn't listen to many podcasts? You can teach them how to start. Do you have a friend who listens to podcasts all day long? Then they'd love to find out about this one. Telling your friend it's better than keeping secrets. I'm buying the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Kim says, I'm biting the cheese. <laughs> It's time now for a lightning fast round of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus, lightning bonus round. round. So uh, there are two things I want to do in lightning bonus round. Uh, the first thing is it's it's our finally we're going to revisit our game from a little while ago of stupid shit vampires are good at. <laughs> so uh, from the Twilight franchise, we remember there are a lot of things that vampires are good at for no good reason. Uh, did you guys notice any from this? I have a list, but if you guys want to start, if you have any suggestions, what was something about vampires in this one that were different from the other vampires you've read? Uh, they're excellent John Woo style action heroes. Yeah, certainly action like like super quick reflexes. Mm. Yeah, which okay, this bothers me because this is definitely part of like the Twilight lore of vampires too. But I just feel like undead. Living on blood should not be fast. They should be slow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> your calorie intake's pretty low. It's so well, low. It's uh, just like power shakes all day long, right? <laughs> I guess, but also like if you did that all day long, you would just have really watery poops and not be very, and you'd be sleepy all the time. Uh, I don't think they're great yeah. at pooping. We did not say they're oh. great at pooping, right? Actually, I did add that they'd be tired all the time. Yeah, they would boy, they'd be okay. soy consada. It's so. <laughs> what else? What else? What else? They eat real food, just dipped in yeah. blood. Yeah, that, yeah, that they're good at dipping. Too. Good at dipping. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, the whole thing is you need blood to survive. I don't know if, like, adding it to french fries really helps. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, it's a thin sauce, right? So, like, better to, you know, better to have some starch in there, right? Well, uh, unless no, you congeal it. It would just slow the absorption. Yeah, and it could it could mess up the consistency. Ooh, do you think they have, like, a blood pop? Ooh, uh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a totally good one. This one also had a lot of the enzymes in your teeth where you could give them oh, yeah. drunk mm-hmm. hangover organs. Do all sorts of different things. Yeah, drunk slash horny. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the wound heals magically so that you never leave a trace. Yeah, right. so in this case, someone a vampire sucking your blood turns out to be real nothing. It's a real non-event in your life. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've also been black, blackout drunk before. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't remember why I'm in the back of the truck today, but I feel great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, this time around, the vampires can sense auras. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But so not when sensing. And not when they're wearing sunglasses. It turns out... Or contact have, lenses. Yeah. If you yeah. have sunglasses or contact lenses, it blocks out auras. Yeah. They also... Uh, they can go out in the sun for limited periods of time when they wear a ton of uh, makeup that has uh, SPF in it. But not mm-hmm. from, like, 615 to 620. Yeah, that's a really intense. When the sun's low, it's coming right at you. Yeah. Um, they're also really good at free climbing rocks. Sure. Um, mm, there was one mm-hmm. time we said a free climb between eroded sandstone columns would have been very dangerous, but thanks to my vampire levitation, I easily skittered upwards. Which oh, yeah, they can levitate. You're levitating, so you're not skittering. You're not climbing. 
you're levitating. Yeah. Like, you're flying. Maybe, maybe he was only like half acidly levitating. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he, he still wanted the challenge of climbing. Yeah. Uh, other, <laughs> more stupid shit vampires are good at. Uh, at uh, one point, mm- they're covered in bugs, and he's like, "We don't have to flinch or scratch <gasps> because we spend a lot of time in crypts. We're used to creepy crawlies." Oof. Non-sensitive um, to bugs. Stupid shit vampires are good at. How about how about um, uh, loaning money and getting money out of your friends? Yes, yeah. Yeah. he's really good at uh, at getting money from his friend. Yeah, and the other one, uh, you know, gives money. I mean, you can <laughs> levitate, <laughs> great skill, and you can kill people, or you can give them orgasm blackouts. Like, seems like money would be real easy to come by. Yeah, you and you can, well, you can also just vampire stare people, right? Yeah, you yeah. Can, they can hypnotize people. How All are those you skills poor? are monetizable, yeah. Yeah, how are you poor? <laughs> poor seems like a lifestyle choice in the case of exactly. Coyote. Yeah. <laughs> it should be so easy for you. Yes. God damn it, you're a vampire. Um, uh, oh, and also, uh, here's, a great, here's a quote. The last vampire, a female, lunged at me. I darted out of her way and sliced her throat with my talons. Oh, yeah, they have talons. They have talons, they have talons. this time. How are yeah. you? They're poor? like raptors. Yeah. Fucking raptors. They're vampire <laughs> raptors. They can teleport. How are you poor? Yeah. It's very upsetting to me. Yeah. Well, even if you're I not, mean, like, look, even if you're like, you're like, you don't want to teleport into a bank, grab some money and teleport out, which would be very easy. Even if you're, but that's immoral. If you want to be a super moral. Or at least unethical. Moral. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You want to be a super ethical demon killing machine. Um, yeah. Magic tricks. You'd be a very successful magician. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't. Some pride. Shipping right? service. They have some pride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could be motivational day. speakers. Yes, <laughs> that'd be fun. Options. <laughs> How uh, what, or alien <laughs> sex worker? Yeah, yeah. alien. <laughs> sure, God. you're very empathetic. Yeah. Um. Ugh, all right, I think that's all of them. Stupid shit vampires are good at. Uh, welcome back. And now, uh, so rescuing somebody from Planet Pleasure seems pretty difficult. What other planets would be harder to rescue Carmen from? Oh, we have no some escape great listener. We have some... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Since the Planet Pleasure didn't have any pleasure, maybe no escape planet is just a bunch of slides that go into space. <laughs> Shoots and ladders planet. <laughs> the, the Escher planet. Yeah. Oh, Escher planet would be hard. Shoots and ladder planet would be way harder than just ladders planet. It would be very easy to escape. Also, not a great game. The saltwater taffy planet. Yeah, Candyland Planet. <laughs> you can't leave because you're too busy being annoyed that this candy isn't as good as real candy. <laughs> it's oh, it just takes a while to chew. Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> Not a fan of the saltwater taffy, huh? The saltwater taffy's fine, but there's a reason why you only eat it when you're on vacation at the coast, because no one actually <laughs> likes it. How many times have you been in a landlocked city and been like, I'd love some saltwater taffy about now? I don't oh. think any of us are in landlocked cities, period. Well, nope. I have a river that is ocean going, but it's a ways. <laughs> it is a ways. So we're definitely, and you know what? You know how many people sell saltwater taffy here? No people. <laughs> go to the coast. No one likes it. It's like fudge. Where fudge is like, oh, this is pretty good, but I'm never going to buy this unless I'm on vacation because it makes me <sighs> okay, love fudge. There's a fudge. There's a fudge saltwater taffy place right around uh, from the, the corner from where we lived in San Francisco. And <laughs> they gave samples and I liked it. You were on the bay, though. You were, like, right up on the ocean's business. Yeah. But the, um, the fudge was all right. Yeah. Fudge, fudge, uh, fudge is, planet. No, fudge I planet. Like fudge. I wouldn't... But I wouldn't want to live on fudge planet. Hot fudge planet. <laughs> I could definitely not live on a hot oh, fudge planet. That's going to be the next uh, book in this how about series. Con- congealing fudge planet. That's the thing even worse. Yeah. Congealing is never a good uh, word. Nope. Um, 
we did have some great answers from our listeners. Uh, so I put this question up on Facebook and Twitter uh, and on email. Uh, Martin sa- on Facebook says, it would be really hard to escape from Planet Gym membership. Ooh. Hey, uh, <laughs> so, but the trick is, Martin, I would never actually go to that planet. Like, I'd pay for it. <laughs> never go. It's a trap. So re- recurrent subscription planet? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Antonio says, uh, planet and mother's guilt. No hiding, no escape. <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, Ikea planet? Yo, actually, Nick said that. Planet Ikea, literally there's yeah. no way out. But and at least there's plenty of meatballs. There are meatballs. <laughs> plenty of meatball planet. <laughs> <laughs> disappointing meatballs, uh, but very cheap uh, everything, including uh, soft serve. Meatballs. Yeah, <laughs> soft serve. Soft serve where you like you pay 40 cents and you're like, this is probably a reasonable price for how much I'm eating. <laughs> yeah. It's made out of the same cardboard that they use for the, the tables. <laughs> yep. I would love right now to just do a, my 10-minute rant on how mad I am at Ikea because I'm just furious with them, but I, I, we don't have time. So You're the so first you, person to ever have feelings that are negative about Ikea. Just so you know, my <laughs> anger towards Ikea is more than anybody else's. Okay. I don't... I mean, come on. Come on. Uh, Ikea killed my mother. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, thanks, Caleb. Um, <laughs> other, also, uh, we had two people... Uh, we had... At Nora Delaire and Jeremy on Facebook both said, Planet Puppy, you wouldn't want to escape. Oh, You'd fight forever Aww. to stay. That's so true. It's just covered in puppies. So Endless it depends. puppies. It depends on what the puppies are up to, you know? Because like, if Planet Puppy is like, oh, they're keeping you a cage and setting your erection, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Those are bad puppies. Bad, they're, bad they're puppies. they the government's money. They're not going to learn anything from us. <laughs> what about um, Election Cycle Planet? Oh, jeez. I feel like it just keeps on like pulling you back in, you know? Yeah, yeah. You get like a uh, month off and then the next one starts. Oh, no. <laughs> trail planet. Yeah. <laughs> it, does, it takes way longer than you think. Uh, a couple of people mentioned Cool World or Brad Pitt. I haven't seen it. I don't get this. Is this a... Yeah, oh, there's two I different things. Cool I don't know. Is it Cool World Brad Pitt as a cartoon, I think? Uh, I didn't... Man, we don't know this reference. Yeah. Someone yeah. come on and explain more. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a first. Super <laughs> weird. Uh, Club's 1992 film, Cool World. Yeah, it's Brad Pitt as a, as a cartoon, it looks like. All right. Is that a don't want to escape situation? Or can't? After a bizarre incident, Frank Harris, Brad Pitt, is transported into the cartoon realm of Cool World, where he remains the only human among various animated characters for years. Eventually, artist Jack Deeb's Gabriel Byrne also Burn. Burn Burn. also enters Cool World and sets his <laughs> lustful sights on his own creation, a blonde bombshell named Holly Wood. Kim Basinger. Oh. Oh. This is four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god, I want to see this so bad. We might have to, yeah, we might, <laughs> we might have, have to, to watch some, some cool world. Yeah. Is this world as cool of a world as cool dog is as a dog? Yeah, I was gonna say is cool that dog a in pretty that world? cool dog. Mm. Or is also is there whip in this world? <laughs> And is it cool? Oh, Tanya is in the room, heard us talking about Cool World, and gave double thumbs up. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure, Cool World. This is now on my must-sees. Um, oh, my God. This looks amazing. Caleb's response is to chew on his bicep. Well, Aww. well, everyone's got input. Megan's <laughs> to eat yogurt. Uh, all right. Um, a couple of those. Megan's, really Megan's pro-yogurt? Yes, very. Or pro-gurt, as, as we like calling ourselves. <laughs> At with an F says uh, planet indifference, which it wouldn't be hard to escape. You just wouldn't be sure if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Sick um, burn. Uh, At Bachter Bill gave us a bunch of good suggestions, but I really liked planet Alcatraz. Yeah. And the rock. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, it's a space rock. Ooh, also, how yeah. about planet planet uh, the rocky plains? You know, we're just rocky flats. Yeah. Rocky, rocky flats. flats yeah. yeah, you can't so tell. Just, is it a, a planet? Is it rocky? Is it a flat? It's just, it's just filled. It's just filled with the rocks. Um, and you know, you don't know if you want to kick it with him. Or, uh, you know, my leave. favorite is how super literal a lot of people, when many people, I think the first one was at Ingdam and on Twitter said, Planet Glue. We just, a lot of people thought Glue Planet would be hard to escape from, which is ridiculous. <laughs> it would harden so fast. Uh, <laughs> you with you on it, right? Well, I would, I mean, if you, unless you land, unless you landed within the first like 15 seconds of its forming, you're probably <laughs> fine. There uh, are a lot more intense kinds of glue than like Elmer's, dude. Sure, but I even, really, okay, but even <laughs> those like Gorilla Glue is like what it takes a, 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 an hour to fully set a day with heat. I mean, you're fine. Planet you're, rubber cement. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't that then also you just feel all tacky. the whole point of glue is that it oxidizes? I mean, if this planet has a, a atmosphere for me, it's going to be very easy to walk on. But what if Alex? What if it didn't? <laughs> you, you guys, you guys remember how? Fucked. How cool it was to like put glue on your thumbs and then peel it off when it dried. You got the yeah. fingerprint. Yeah. yeah, I really liked that stuff, man. I don't <laughs> hate it. What? 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 No, that was paste, not glue. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, We're paste, paste eaters. That's why I wasn't friends. <laughs> no wonder it was way worse than I expected. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it for lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Uh, play along on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, on our email list, the Weekly Weep at readdishweep.com. Now, it's time for minor compliments. We're going to go in the reverse order. So, Ezra, you're up first. What's your last nice thing you're going to say about, a, about rescue from Planet Pleasure? Okay, let me see if I can pull up my notes. Um, I must have one left. <laughs> I really hope I have one left. This is a very young Brad Pitt. Man, I can't wait to see this movie. <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh, so... There's a character named Phaedra, uh, yeah. which she's uh, the big bad uh, psychic brain killy person. Uh, yeah, and uh, basically she, um, well, so the name is is is, is from uh, is from the Greek. Uh, it means uh, bright. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh, you're and looking there's things also up like I did with Spanish. Exactly, and and the thing is, uh, so there's there's like a there's, it's popular, I don't popular. It was a character uh, in. Um, uh, an old Greek tragedy, uh, where like this um, stepmom uh, wants to seduce uh, her stepson, uh, and um, I, I have like history with this play because when I visited Whitman uh, as like a prospective student, uh, they were putting on a really weird adaptation of it, uh, and there was a lot of nudity, and I was like, all right, I guess I could go to this school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so weird sexy play. Yeah. yeah, and then you were so surprised that everybody there was so clothed most of the time. Well, except for, you know, like once a year. Yeah, once, right. Uh, but still, still most of the time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and most people, you know, most of the time, they were not uh, performing Greek plays as well. So that was actually a small, a smaller part of our lives than I was expecting it to be. I think this but is it was a welcome important. relief, actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, you know, if, you, if you're out there looking at colleges, you know, for our, our millennial friends, uh, just want you to know, it's not going to be the same as your visit. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, however amount of nudity you have in your visit, it's going to be different. Yes. Yeah, actually, uh, incoming, freshmen are, incoming freshmen are getting to, to campus pretty soon. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so you're about to be disappointed. Well, no. So they could be on their scrambles right now? They could be on their scrambles. All right. Uh, yes. my, my minor compliment is uh, his office. Uh, he said, my office is in the second floor of the Oriental Theater in the Denver Highlands. Yeah. And I have played that theater. I opened for Andy Kindler there, and it was great. What? Oh, how's Andy Kindler? He was so fun. I really like him. He's he's really fun. He's like, 
his whole thing is complaining about how badly he's bombing, even when he's doing well, which is a little weird. Um, but I was very tickled by him. His, uh, his, he's great. He was great. Also, that show was sponsored by a, a pot dispensary, and it was the most pot I've ever seen anywhere. Wow. It was the mo- like a huge theater where it looks like they've been doing a rock show with steam, but it's just pot smoke the whole <laughs> theater. It weird. was bananas. I, I have a question, Alex. Yes. Uh, what, what is it? <laughs> thank you. Uh, what does it mean when people say he's a comics comic? Uh, it means not popular. <laughs> okay. But like, what does it mean then when you're like a man's man? Oh, uh, so man's man means popular among men, not super cool around women, I would think. But like, how would a, a sandwich is sandwich? Uh, that would be <laughs> when you are a thing that a sandwich could eat. And <laughs> so the kind of sandwich a sandwich would like to eat does not seem good, right? What about an Alex's Alex? Uh, there's only one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> This felt like you were really like you were setting me up for a brilliant punchline, but you hadn't told no. me what I was supposed to do. You know, I don't have that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was no plan for where that was going. I was uh, just—I was really curious, like uh, to trace it out. You know, yeah. See where else it goes. Except uh, after the second one, you didn't have any real ones. <laughs> uh, are there are, are there any other real ones? A blank's blank. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like uh, uh, there's like a musician's musician. Oh yeah. Um, you definitely said that, where it's like does a lot of really tricky, intricate stuff that musicians are impressed by, but the audience is like, I, the general seen, public, yeah, yeah, magicians, magician, mm-hmm. any any mm-hmm. art form, a painter's painter. I'm sure you'd do that. Um, he is he He's is an, an actor's director. Well, yeah, that's different. <laughs> you want to be a director's director. All right, Chris, minor compliment uh, for our rescue from Planet Pleasure. Go. Uh, yeah, I have two minor compliments to wrap up with here. One is that nobody can accuse these vampires of not using their superpowers. It seems like <laughs> all they do is using their, su- use superpowers, their superpowers, which is back great. To back to back to back. Uh, but the pair, the, the pairing there, and the thing that I actually really like is that um, they take the sunlight and being killed by sunlight super seriously. So it seems like these are pretty yeah, immortal. Time. Im- yeah, about <laughs> damn time, because these are pretty immortal, overpowered vampires. And I, mm-hmm. I like that the author made this weakness such a weakness and something that they're constantly aware of. And, uh, you know, I thought that was a really good choice. Although it's like for five minutes, right? Yeah, for yeah. five minutes a day, they, they take it very seriously. I think yeah. that's a good trade-off, actually, though, of like, I would take a lot of powers, you know, with a trade-off of for five minutes a day, light can kill me. I mean, especially with vampires where we've gotten so much other bullshit with them, the fact that they do care about the sun, even for a few minutes, and the fact that they do sometimes sleep in coffins for those five minutes. Yeah, and there's that scene where they were running to try to get to shelter when the sun was coming Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. I I pictured, like, some Benny Hill music going when that was happening. Well, but also they have a lot of other superpowers, like, fucking dig a hole. Like, how hard Mm -hmm. is it to find shelter? Uh, That's true, you're super strong and you have talents. You could probably dig through the hard Do you like digging holes, though? Also, you can levitate. Why are you ever running? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can levitate, but you go at two and a half miles an hour. Okay, actually, I kind of... It's like you're on a Segway. You levitate at Segway speed at Segway height. (laughs) (laughs) You are on a pantomime Segway your whole life. Uh, All right, that leaves you, Amanda. What's your minor compliment? Uh, I found one. I really did. Um, Nice. The uh, That's enough. the we term you. <laughs> the term that they use once for humans. This is the vampires referring Terror to dogs. humans. Is <laughs> yeah, other than chalices or whatever. A hell. chalice well, is chalice. <laughs> yes, oh, they no, call Terra, them Terra dogs. That was Tanya. Right, sorry, continue. <laughs> they call them the blunt tooths. Oh, yeah, they do call them blunt tooths one time. I uh, thought that was that was kind of special. Is that? I mean, can they say that? 
Is that like? That <laughs> I think they war? can say that. Yeah, only we that's can our say word, that right? <laughs> like we can say it about ourselves, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody that is it for our show thank you so much for listening we'll be back again next week uh today's episode as a reminder was sponsored by telling your friends tell your friends yeah also <laughs> joe from boston and joe from boston well so this yeah so this the sponsor episode level sponsor was joe from boston thanks for sponsoring joe um amanda no. just tell joe that we really <laughs> appreciate it even though you didn't uh, i will not pass that along <laughs> if you could just get him some really crappy present for christmas that would also be great <laughs> Yeah. Planning on what? it. Yep. Yep. Oh, maybe maybe this is this is actually a good question for our, for our listeners is how should Amanda retaliate? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, please. Oh. What I would like all Amanda of the help respond? with this. Oh, and also Amanda, you got you got some porn recommendations, right? I did. Uh, some erotica? They weren't porn. Let's okay, be sorry, clear erotica, now. Sorry. <laughs> there were no pictures. The porn is in her brain. She had uh, to brain porn that. Yeah. I did. I did. And I, also I, I, with you. <laughs> I I brain porned uh, Cut and Run, mm-hmm. uh, which was delightful, um, and I am slowly uh, reading just because I'm enjoying it and kind of dosing it out. Um, the book that uh, Andrea Speed sent to me, um, cool, the first in her Infected series, which is also delightful, and I love the characters in it. So nice, and thank, thanks guys for jumping to her rescue. So now yeah. decide what crappy gift she should retaliate with or other activity. <laughs> uh, ideally, it would be one that involves us getting money, but I'm not sure that's possible. Yeah, that's <laughs> optional. That's, that's, a, that's a perk. I won't expect it from every single way this happens. Right. <laughs> also, the episode this week is sponsored by Telling Your Friends. If you have friends who like things, tell them about our show. They might like it. Ooh. Also, if you have enemies who don't like things. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we could be... Because a, a person who likes the show might have an enemy who would also like the show, and we are not picky. We don't take sides. Yeah. I don't know what you guys' blood feud is about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're non-combatants. <laughs> right now, we're on your side because you listen. But if you both start listening, we're going to be neutral. You're Switzerland? We will be yeah, Switzerland. Yeah, we will take all of you. Yeah, we're snark Switzerland. And our show, entirely funded by Nazi gold. <laughs> snark, snark, Snarkland? I don't, I don't think we're actually supposed to disclose that part, actually. Oh, it's oh. true. Nothing going on here. The bank is closed. <laughs> Whew, that was a close one. Good save, Alex. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks, as always, at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. At Ezra Fox. Yeah. Bonus. Caleb, you want to say bye? Yep. Caleb, can you, can you say bye? Bye, Caleb. <laughs> uh, and bye, also, Caleb. a big thank you uh, from Skepchick.org, Amanda Linebaugh. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, uh, always. It's a great pleasure to talk to you. What is going on on the internet right now with you? Um, well, the coolest thing I've seen recently was a YouTube video about uh, Spitfire planes, why their engines were messed up, and how a woman engineer fixed them. Oh, Dude. nice. Yep. It, 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 I'm uh, sorry. It was simple. She was brilliant. I'm glad she <laughs> fixed it. Um, yeah. Is it? <laughs> Related, follow Chuck Yeager on Twitter. People just ask him questions, and he gives, like, two-word answers. It's like, did you like flying this plane? He was like, yeah, but this plane was better. <laughs> That's, That's kind of awesome. Um, uh, sexist question. <laughs> did she fix the engine with nylons? Which I ask, not because she would have them, but because people fix engines with nylons sometimes, and it's really cool. 
Uh, no, it was basically like with a washer. Oh, oh cool. One time I was on yeah. a camping trip with, or like a hiking trip with a bunch of people and our car broke down way out in the woods. And uh, this uh, friend of mine, Ray Lynn, fixed it using the plastic tube from her mm-hmm. uh, camel pack and a condom to seal the, 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 the connection. That's wow. amazing. That, it was phenomenal. I, I do not I have that why. level of MacGyvering. I admire it, it so much. It so impressive. Yeah. Also, <laughs> very safe, that tube. Um, all right. That's it. We'll be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. I think it stopped like 99.9% of car problems. <laughs> uh... You gotta have something.